falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy. And my pronouns are she and they. Beware my power, Green Lantern's light! Uh, I'm Lava, they them. No, it's a different DC uh, hero who has a villain in this movie. I, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm, I'm tr- I know what you just quoted, but I don't know where it's from anymore. My it's brain. It's, uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Gotcha. Like, that, that intonation The foulest of it. stench is in the air. The funk of 40,000 years. Okay, now I remember it. And grisly ghouls from every tomb yeah. are closing in to seal your doom. They did the mesh. No, also not referenced. It's also not referenced. I was surprised, actually, that there weren't more, like, spooky musical references yeah. in this. Yeah. They kept all of their references to being people. That's true, they and did. And also HBO's Westworld. <laughs> they did name drop Westworld. I missed that completely. Uh, the, the dad is, like, in the car, and he's like, no, this is all just, like, a dream. I passed out on the couch again after eating pizza and watching oh. Westworld. It's just one of those, yes. those pepperoni HBO Max combos. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this got a lot of references in this movie. Yeah. Anyways, uh, before we talk about any of this movie, or even reveal what it is, even though it is in the title of the episode... We do have some Twitter questions. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of them. Uh, first set coming from Charlie, at magical underscore pride, current display name, Charlie, hot vampire boyfriend. What is the best Halloween costume you've ever seen? Um, One of the most fun, like that immediately popped in my head, was uh, at work, a group of people came as uh, the Flintstones in a cart. Like an actual, mm. like they constructed it with like PVC pipe. That's good. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but uh, on the other hand, um, every single costume I've ever encountered is going to be overshadowed by cosplay. So yeah, I feel like all of the best costumes I've ever seen have not been for Halloween. Yeah, it's like there's a different standard for Halloween costume. That and you just actually, go into. the best costume I've ever seen it wasn't even um, like a cosplay either. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best costume I've ever seen was at a drag show, Ooh. and it was a costume that was so good and just, like, very just attractive um, that it completely changed my opinion on drag as a culture. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. It is very good. I think I still have it on my phone. I'm going to send it to you. Nice. Oh, my phone's charging. I'm going to dig it up. The next question that Charlie brings us is, what would be the best Scooby-Doo movie to watch on Halloween? I, I want to say a classic would be Ghoul School. 
Yeah, I think Goblin King also good. It is oh, yeah. during oh, yeah. Halloween. Definitely. Definitely Goblin King. Um, probably a lot of people would say Zombie Island because it's got that like nostalgia revival kind of setup mm-hmm. going for it. So a lot of people would have seen it on um WB, I guess it would have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I'm looking at our completed list as opposed to our uh, uncompleted list because we're, uh, you know, getting close to having everything yeah. complete. Um, possibly also Witch's Ghost. It was also a very solid, solid movie. Ah, oh, I found it. Ooh. It took me forever, but I did dig it up. Uh, there we go. Ooh, that's awesome. Right? Nice. Uh, okay. Charlie's next question. Favorite pumpkin recipe? I have a pumpkin recipe in regards to, like, using pumpkin. I'm guessing this is the question here. Um, Yes. That I've been using for many years now. It's pumpkin chocolate chip muffins. So it's basically, it's not really, the, the, the feature of it isn't really... The pumpkin, you don't really taste the pumpkin in the Ed product. It's more just like you're using pumpkin as a way to combine all the ingredients. Um, mm. Like you don't really use, I don't, you don't really use like egg or anything like that. Like your standard baking stuff. Um, because all the moisture is in the pumpkin. It's from the pumpkin. Yeah. Okay. It's very good. Very good. I've never baked with pumpkin. I've never really made anything personally with pumpkin. So I think my favorite pumpkin recipe is a snowblock, snowblock pumpkin. Nice. Um, I think I've made various kind of pumpkin stuff in the past, like when I had leftover pumpkin. Um, I like a little, uh, I don't remember what it was. I think it was like a mini tart, something like that. I don't mm. remember. Um, and of course, you know, the, the, the last pumpkin is going to be your pumpkin spice stuff. It's just very good. Yeah. Do they actually even use pumpkin in that, though? Like, is the thing? Not really. It's just it's the like pumpkin spice. It's like cinnamon and, like, nutmeg and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You got the, the pumpkin It's the spices spice they added just to, the like, a pumpkin yeah. pie. Yeah. I don't think there's really anything that's, like, pumpkin pumpkin, aside from pumpkin pie. I might go out of my way, because I'm going to go to do a grocery run later. Mm-hmm. Um, by which I mean I'm going to go buy some breakfast stuff to make breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll just go out of my way and buy a pumpkin spice latte and just make nice. the trip take like another 30 minutes instead. Yeah, that sounds very good. All right. Uh, next question comes from at Impandanata, current display name Pandycorn. If the Scooby gang had to do a group costume, what would they do and who would be what? Um, I think the funniest thing they could do was dress up as a different Hanna-Barbera mystery solving <gasps> team. Yes. That'd be amazing. Just Scooby okay. wearing a cardboard speed buggy. Please imagine Scooby wearing a Jabberjaw costume. You know those those really cute those really cute uh, dog costumes where you get the little dogs in the uh, in the in the shark and they look like a shark. Mm-hmm. But, I but found it's one Scooby of a big Doo. dog. Yes, I love it. Here I love that idea. It'd be hilarious. Yes, exactly. Super good. Pet costumes are adorable. And then the rest of the Mystery Inc. gang is just the Neptunes. Mm. All right. We got another batch of questions coming in from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Um, 
Their current display name is Restaurant Quality Tanner V. That is a... Okay. I'm going to explain Tanner's display name stuff for the folks at home who maybe aren't familiar. Uh, so, host of a different series of podcasts and previous guest on this show, uh, Jake Mason, was on Twitter, or is on Twitter, at JJ underscore Mason. Uh, and for the longest time, his picture was just art of him with his like long blonde hair and beard and just said restaurant quality jake mason and so tanner is going as jake for halloween on twitter and that's the joke (laughs) uh first question they ask is how likely is it for fred to end up in a christine situation this is the one where the car comes to life and tries to kill them um and i believe that did happen in uh goblin king yeah, the, the monster machine. Yeah, monster machine. I uh, I read do this mystery. Oh, go ahead. I read this as um, Fred being an opera singer. He's like, what? What? Why would Fred be an opera singer? <laughs> ah, okay. It took me one second. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh? How does this apply to the to the the, the what? Well, we're that doing also right now? already happened, but there were vampires involved in that one. That's true. Uh, Tanner's next question is, do Mr. Or sorry, Mr. Inc. have canonical star signs? And if so, do they make sense? The only... Okay. So I looked up the characters' birthdays to see if they existed. They don't. Mm. Really. Uh, at least not in a quick Google. The only character of Scooby-Doo whose birthday... Oh, sorry, there's two that I found. Um, I gotta pull it up. There's the, uh... Um... Let me find the, the page. Here we are. It's a page on the Hanna-Barbera wiki that has the listing of a calendar from 1982 that was gifted to employees, retirees, and selected fans every Christmas for a few years. Um, and a lot of stuff on there is just like Hanna-Barbera character birthdays. Uh, there are only two Scooby-Doo characters on here, and it is Scooby-Doo on March 21st and Scrappy-Doo on April 28th. Hmm. And I... Uh, also i think scooby's birthday is like also been said to be something else but i'm gonna go with this one because this is official hanna-barbera material um which that would make scooby and aries which is what i looked up mm-hmm. what was scrappy uh it was april 28th ah it's about nine days he's a taurus mm. missed the uh aries by nine days Ah. I know one of the things I saw as Aries was just like, um, oh goodness, let me look it up again. I'll go on this I website. I don't know this anything about Zodiac Science. I don't know. I don't, it's all fake. Everything's yeah. made up, but I'm trying to find it. All I know okay. is I see Gemini as a word and I'm like, oh, hey, and that's about the extent. That's of... a type of Yu-Gi-Oh monster. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, looking over the Aries one, it's it's different from the last one I read, and it doesn't seem to fit. I don't think any of, of them fit. Is. I think they just sort of picked today's. The thing I know Zodiac signs is put on the vernal uh, equinox. The, the the thing with zodiac signs is that they're actually kind of like broad, like they get specific in certain cases, but they're generally pretty broad, and so that can fit a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. Uh, other notable things on this list are the days in which Yogi Bear enters and exits hibernation. (laughs) 
uh, and the day uh, that I assume marks the beginning of the Bedrock World Series. Hmm. And Jabberjaw's birthday is on May 14th. Nice. No character birthdays in June. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Tanner's next question in this first set is, we already know what CW Scooby-Doo would look like, but what would it look like on CBS? I don't... What shows are on CBS? I don't know. I don't watch TV. First thing that came up is, are you afraid of the dark? That's and not ghosts. correct. All right, here I'll read off their list of trending shows. FBI, NCIS, FBI International, NCIS Hawaii, The Equalizer, The Neighborhood, FBI Most Wanted, Survivor, Bob Hart's Abishola, and Young Sheldon. <laughs> hmm. Oh, you know what it is? I think um, CBS can show Nickelodeon shows because one of the, I see two, like, quote unquote, news shows on CBS. One of them is uh, Carl Camp, Camp Coral, pardon me. Um, You know, the SpongeBob spinoff that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But this might be, like, wrong because it's also, like, labeled as who? I don't know how this works. Oh, uh, CBS t- uh, got bought out by Viacom. That's why. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Viacom is very familiar. It's now CBS Viacom. Gotcha. Or Viacom CBS, one of those. Eh, it doesn't matter. Uh, they have the new MacGyver. Hmm. There's a lot of cop dramas, um, police procedurals, mm-hmm. and Young Sheldon. So it'd be a police procedural. There's your mm-hmm. answer. There you go. It would just be police procedural, but there's a dog there. The dog does not talk. Um, okay. Next question from Tanner. They ask, what are Mystery Incorporated's favorite Goosebumps books? Goost? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Not Goosebumps. Um, uh, there's Scooby that and one Shaggy you, hate uh, them. I know. I think they might like them. Hmm. Because they're like a goofy kind of like. That's fake true. They like Th- monster that- movies. That's true. I forgot about that. I do think, like, Goosebumps, like, there are some are just very silly, and there are some that are just, like, genuinely creepy and freaked me out. I didn't read a lot of them as a kid, but I remember there were some that were just, ah, yes, the cuckoo clock of doom. What was the name of that one that Tanner asked us a question about, like, a year ago or whatever, about Uh, the, like, (laughs) the Yeti in Pasadena or whatever? I mean... I now okay. I was gonna mock you for asking me to remember something from a year ago, but I actually do remember what you're talking about. I did nail it. It is from Pasadena, the abominable snowman <laughs> of Pasadena. Yep, there it is. That's right. I re- I, re- I remember looking this up as well, and then the co- the cover art changed. Yeah, I like the old one better. Mm-hmm. The new it's, one's it's weird. Sillier. It's the new one is like dramatic. Hmm. That's hysterical. Tales to give you goosebumps. What's go- what is the book series Goosebumps Slappy World? List of twist endings. Hold on. There's a list of the Goosebumps <laughs> twist endings. Oh no. You know I got to look through this real quick. I think this is literally just every single Goosebumps book and then just how the ending is. Mm. I thought maybe not all of them had twist endings but no they kind of all do 
the blob that everyone. The entire story was written by a blob monster who reads it to his friend. His friend suggests the story needs a happy ending as he doesn't like how Zack and Alex defeated the blob monster and recommends that the blob changes it to the blob and the story eats them all. Hmm. Anyways. Oh, actually, Goosebumps Slappy World is the current main series of Goosebumps. Hmm. The series focuses on Slappy the Dummy telling his own twisted tales and scary stories and will occasionally interrupt the stories and provide his own commentary. Slappy's design and his appearance on the covers and logo is based on his appearance from the film Goosebumps, featuring Jack Black. Yep. I meant to watch it, and I never did. Hey, wait, is this also Jack Black on the cover of this one? I need your opinion. This looks like Jack Black to me. I'm not reading the information about it, but... That looks a lot like Jack Black. Let me just control F Jack Black. Oh, okay. It's because that's the that's the book cover that appears in the movie. Uh, it's not that. Yeah, it, I was gonna say it doesn't quite match. Like the yeah, first okay. thing that comes up is Revenge of the Invisible Boy, not the which Invisible is Boy's the actual Revenge. book that is a reference to the book in the movie. Yeah. Okay. It's a shame. Uh. Anyways, I don't know. I haven't read the Goosebumps books. I like barely read any of them. Yeah, I've read a few of them. Some of them, like, they're genuinely fun. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. I just didn't read them as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, ha- I have a few kind of series like that where people have read them as, as kids growing up, and I just never did. Hey, there was a book series that I didn't read any of. I just specifically waited until I was able to check out the... Okay, this is an incredibly trans thing for me to say. I want yeah. you to know that before I say it. This was in, like... Oh, God, this would have been in, like, fourth or fifth grade, I think. Mm. Um, I don't even remember the name of the book series, but they're all about, like, this, like, middle school kid, like, boy. Um, but one of the covers and the title of it was um, him looking in the mirror and seeing the girl version of him. And just, like, it was that the name of the book title, subtitle, he's a girl, question mark? <laughs> yep, I-, I can see it. You can see that being like, oh. It just shrugs at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I gotta look this up now. What's the name of that series? I don't think it was even that good. But Marvin Redpost is literally the only one of those books I read. Mm. I found the cover. Nice. Ooh. Ah, Lewis Sacker. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, uh, Lewis Sacker was like the author of, I think, Wayside School? And holes. And, yeah, of course, holes. Holes is a given. Uh, they did a revamp of the art, which is basically just like the same, but like cartoonified. Yeah, it's a simple shapes. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> last question. I hope you're ready for this one, Lava. Mm-hmm. Tanner's last question is that they ask, "Does this franchise have a Vriska?" No. Ish. Yes. Wait, no, 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 I was- Talk through it with me. Okay, it's, I'm gonna say it's very, um, apt of what my, uh, swearing bleeping is. Let me put it in context for you. Yeah, no, I didn't hear that. Also, I don't do that anymore. I stopped doing that a few movies ago. I just now just, because I got tired of trying to find clips and putting them in there, and like, the clips are fine. 
It's just they're usually a lot longer than the thing I'm bleeping. That's true. That's true. And so I, at this um, point, what I do is I just go and I just reverse the audio. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, what my swearing reverse used to be. What it used to be. Uh, yeah. So my my thought process here was no, of course not. They they don't. There's not really a character in Scooby Doo that is that has that kind of um, controversial. Uh, a lot of people love them. A lot of people hate them. Kind of thing going on, and mm-hmm. just the 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 concept of talking about that that character would have heads butting. My second thought was, "Oh God, it's Scrappy Doo," but then I was immediately like, "No, no, no." There are so many people that just just genuinely just don't don't like him, and I don't think there is enough. There are enough people who do like him that would have that general headbutting going on. So mm. then I was like, oh, no, no, not Scrappy-Doo. But God, it would be so funny to say that sentence. Scrappy-Doo is the Scooby-Doo version of Rishka. Or how would I phrase that? I don't know. I- I'm thinking in terms of memes, and that's not a verbal way to convey what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm thinking of the um, the meme with the... The two arms, hands clasping. One of them would be ah. Vriska, and one of them would be Scrappy Doo. And then it's the thing that draws them together. Yeah, mm-hmm, I get it now. But I don't quite think it's it's accurate. So funny and funny to think about, but not quite there. Uh, so look forward to. Oh, hold on! I got to do some more math here. Uh, near if episode. I'm going to shoot my shot here. I'm going to say near if episode 193 kids and their dog will make you like Friska. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe I don't even remember anything about Friska's personality where people don't like her. <laughs> like I literally don't. She was she she was very um antagonistic, so I can understand why people don't like her. Um and by which I mean she was kind of like almost an anti-hero mm-hmm. to other people's stories. Yeah, and the, the but not actions... a straight up villain like yeah, she's Gamzee, not a villain, right? Yeah, Friska did nothing wrong. Friska did nothing wrong. Um, but it, I can understand like why people got very heated about, like obviously not liking her because she did terrible things. Like she genuinely mm-hmm. did terrible things. Did nothing wrong, but did terrible things. You know. Yeah. Um but at the same time, she was very appealing to like read about and to be interested in her story. So I understand why people do like her. So you got that 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 headbutting going on where people are both right and both wrong at the same time. You know, so she's just a more extreme version of Carcat. Yeah, well, not. I mean, yes, but not really. Carcat's incredibly antagonistic. Yeah, but Carcat is more like verbally antagonistic, not so much action-wise. Like, I yeah, that's why I don't... said like a more extreme version. It's like the next step. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got. To, I got what you mean. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could see like if Carcat had done like one or two more things that would have been a controversial like topic. That he would have been on par with Friska. Yeah. But also at the same time, not because, you know, biases. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we talked about Homestuck for a bit. 
You know, actually, I did recently have to like spend way too long on the Homestuck wiki again, um, mm-hmm. because for some reason Charlie and I, oh, it was because I was looking up the Scooby Doo star sign thing when I was in a call with Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, hold on, which <laughs> I had to look up which Homestuck was which star sign again. Oh gosh. Um, and I remember the Capricorn is Gamzy. And so then I just read a bunch about Gamzee, because I didn't remember what the fuck happened to Gamzee. Yeah, <laughs> I Gamzee's... remember, like, the first big thing that happened, you know, like, the first big thing. Yeah. And then I couldn't remember if all after that. Yeah, Gamzee's storyline kind of fizzled. It, and it wasn't... Yeah. It, like, Granted, repeated that's... itself a couple of times, too, from what the, I read. The story itself fizzled quite mm. drastically. Like, th- there were a lot of things that I just... There's a reason why I have never reread Homestuck. There was um, a lot of stuff when I was reading it on the wiki. I was like, now I'm trying to remember. Do I remember this happening or do I not? Or do I just... Is this before or after? What do you think? Well, I remember this part that happens here. So I must have re- seen, read that part when it happened. So I don't know. <laughs> and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's a nightmare. You read words on the... Okay. The Homestuck wiki, if you pick any paragraph, you'll even if you know Homestuck, you read that paragraph and you just read a... It's just nothing. It's just nonsense words. Yeah. It's all words that have meaning, but put together look like nothing. My, my favorite parts of the wiki are the, the spurb explanations of stuff. I love them. They make no sense, but I love them. It's fun. Anyway. Um... <sighs> yes. We need to stop that yeah uh we watched happy halloween scooby-doo yes we did it was released on october 6th 2020 last year yep it was written and directed by maxwell adams of the grim adventures of billy and mandy oh really yeah and uh evil con carne nice it is the third movie in the trilogy of the 13th ghost ghost of scooby-doo and then return to zombie island and then this is the third one. Oh, really okay that yeah makes sense um not really because i i'm still very mad about them forcing uh the return to zombie island into this weird time zone but it, it makes sense now that i know i'm looking up a monster real quick I was trying to remember something. I thought it was... I was trying to remember if it was something that got, like, brought up from the original Zombie Island. Because I remember there being... I feel like I read that at some point. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Pointless. doesn't matter. <laughs> um. Anyways. Features the voice acting talents of... Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo and Fred Jones. Matthew Lillard as Jackie Rogers. Kate Micucci as Velma Dinkley. Great Lyle Griffin as Daphne Blake. Cassandra Peterson as Elvira. You know, that's Elvira as Elvira. Who recently came out as having a... Um, Secret girlfriend? Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was a girlfriend or just straight-up wife. I do not remember. I don't remember. Um, Bill Nye as himself. You know, the science guy. Dwight Schultz as Dr. Jonathan Crane slash The Scarecrow. David Herman as Cutler Toe slash The Sheriff. Kamali Minter as Michelle. Bumper Robinson as Mike. Roger Craig Smith, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. 
as the autopilot system and apparent, uh, and Fred Tatashiore as the Jackal Lanterns and Federal Agent Malarkey. Uh, quick, quick beats, pieces of trivia here. Um, I read this piece of trivia and I was going to keep my eye out for it and I missed it. But apparently Red Herring, from a pup named Scooby-Doo, does make a small cameo in this film. Really? Yeah, there's just like a guy who has his hair. They do mention, kind of, they kind of mention a pup named Scooby-Doo. They name drop a they pup They name drop in, in a conversation way. Mm-hmm. They say the name of the movie out loud. You yeah. know, it's that kind of name drop. Yeah. Uh, other piece of trivia that I read on the wiki. According to Maxwell Adams, Marilyn Manson and Pamela Anderson were considered to star in the movie, but were scrapped. In Manson's case, the network immediately passed on it, which makes sense. He has been uh, accused of sexual assault, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Anderson, while her representatives agreed to it, the network wasn't sure on irrelevance to the target audience. And for good reason, I think. Uh, and by the time the network made a decision, Anderson's representatives were like, actually, never mind. Mm. Uh, also, I was trying to figure out, because this movie takes place in Crystal Cove, mm-hmm. which is the, the name of the town for Mystery Incorporated, but the sheriff in this movie is not Sheriff Bronson Stone, the sheriff from Mystery Incorporated. Mm. Yeah. I was trying to decide if this takes place before or after that show or like, you know, during, but not like on screen. As long as like before or after the ending of that show, mm-hmm. because the way that show ends is there's a time loop uh, um, oh. or like it's like a, a time reset, like the world, the dimension gets reset, sort mm-hmm. of. Basically, after uh, Crystal Cove goes from being just like a super haunted place, which, you know, as there's a sign in the in the movie that we're watching here, that is a sign from the show that says Crystal Cove, the hauntedest place on Earth. Mm hmm. Um, and it just is a lot less haunted, you know, ghosts aren't as real after the, after the break in the dimension, because <laughs> they uh-huh. they didn't, the mystery machine goes back to being a white van after the time skip, if that makes any sense. Huh. You know what I mean? Not really. Like, so before the time, like, shenanigans happened, it was the mystery machine. Yes. After the time shenanigans happened, it's a white van. Oh. Because they weren't ever Mystery Incorporated because there were no mysteries to solve. Gotcha. That makes sense. I think so, yeah. And I don't remember if the if the universe change made the sheriff not be the sheriff anymore or what. Because um, if that was the case, then that would explain why there's a different sheriff. But also, they still have the hauntedest place Earth on Earth sign up there. And et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. honestly, the sheriff is kind of just written like Bronson Stone is written sometimes. Yeah. Um... But I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a weird place if you're trying to even consider a Scooby-Doo timeline, which unfortunately I do try to consider it sometimes. <laughs> and so we begin, as we often do, not with like an intro sequence or anything, but straight into the, the heat of the moment. It's a Halloween festival parade thing featuring Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. This is the skeleton float and stuff like that. And Fred's there in disguise. He's wearing a skeleton suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got a, a radar on his phone that is pointing towards the second floor of a bon me shop nearby. Um, Velma tells Shaggy and Scooby not to be afraid of things because monsters aren't real. They're still hiding in the mystery machine. 
um, the Bon Me shop then explodes as a pumpkin-headed scarecrow comes out and starts throwing pumpkin bombs everywhere. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby hide in the mystery machine and start eating candy and turn on the radio. And this is how the intro credits do. There's not like a like a sequence or anything like that. It's just like it's like a musical chase sequence. Yeah, it's like this is in this is uh, diegetic mm-hmm. of they we get like a view from inside the mystery machine looking out the windows. And it's just all of this like disaster happens and you know the different parts of the gang are doing stuff and we get your intro credits of like written and directed by starring these people etc. Mm-hmm. You know the gang are putting on gas masks and weapons as they fight back against the scarecrow, and then Velma nails into a tree with a crossbow bolt. And Fred presses a button on his phone. It's an app. The hack it all the drones and stop them. Um, and so they unmask the pumpkin scarecrow to reveal regular, regular scarecrow, scarecrow, or uh, also Batman. known as you know Doctor Jonathan Crane from Batman, who yeah, recently from escaped Batman. from Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally was not expecting this to be a crossover. I knew it was going to be a crossbow. I, the things I knew going into this, that it was a, the final part of a trilogy. Uh-huh. That it featured Elvira, Bill Nye, and Scarecrow from Batman. Yeah. And that's I, pretty much it. I, I Honestly, like, Elvira is the least weirdest one to be just yeah. randomly in a Scooby-Doo Elvira movie. has been in multiple Scooby-Doo movies at yeah. this point. Elvira is classic. I think she was in Return to Zombie Island, actually. I don't she remember if she was Elvira have. or playing a fake Elvira, but is Elvira. Yeah. Um. um and and I was like, okay, okay, so uh Crane is in, in this. Okay. That okay. It makes sense. It's a Halloween special. Yeah. But but, but then Bill Nye shows up and I'm like, what? Yeah, he doesn't show up now, he shows up later. He shows up later, but it's was not expecting that, like times a million. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, Crane, Scarecrow, doesn't yeah. seem too bothered by the fact that he's been caught. Um, and they try to, like, you know, Daphne's- Daphne has a weird manic energy in this movie. Yeah, there's, like, an entire sequence where Daphne is interrupting, uh, Velma. Uh, yeah, it's Velma, a little bit later, slightly later. Yeah, Velma doing the, the recap of, like, alright, I'm explaining yeah. how everything and, happened and, and why you did it. And she keeps interrupting with a whole bunch of different lingo. She's doing, like, hype man shit. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I would expect this from, like, early, early 2010s. Not t- 2020, though. Really? You're going that route with Daphne? Okay. I can kind of, like, cause, you know, uh, coming from the perspective of this is the guy who wrote and, like, was, like, behind, didn't, like, do all of the writing, but was, like, behind The Grim Adventures of Billy yeah, and Mandy. I can see I it. can see how you get here. Because the, the alternative is they, like, play up a different aspect of Daphne that's not good. Yeah, that's true. And, like, lately, especially, like, by 2020, you know, mm-hmm. we are we are a few years removed from Be Cool Scooby-Doo. But even guess who Scooby-Doo? Um, Daphne has been given this, like, kind of manic energy. That's um, true. Where she's got, like, she just, like, knows a bunch of languages. Mm-hmm. Or is really into puppeteering. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's just, it's like very weird getting it here after like a bunch of movies of just not getting it. Yeah, that's true. Um, for example, like Daphne is trying to get 
Dr. Crane to save the infamous uh, meddling lines, meddling, meddling kids line. Which, to be fair, she has done before. That's tr- She has pestered the villain into saying the line. She's Gosh, really adamant about, about people saying the line. That's I, I forgot about that. Um, but he's not bothered at all because he's actually getting away with it. Uh, and then, you know, yeah. suddenly a whole bunch of the, the yellow drones uh, start flying around and, and they've he got threatens canisters them. of fear gas. Yeah. Of fear toxin. He threatens them, um, calls them the avocado toast generation mm-hmm. and is is planning on inducing like what what was it? What was the number of hours? Like seventy two hours uh, yeah. of constant it's like fear. Basically the uh the drones are on a dead man's switch, so either they let him free or the drones drop the fear gas, starting 76 hours of terror in Crystal yeah. Cove. Yeah. Uh, Fred is like, oh, okay, I have to let him go. Velma stops him, not and then a drone very clearly up. not having a plan, um, but then the drones start exploding because Shaggy and Scooby are shooting them down with machine gun I Scooby. I didn't realize that, that the first one was related to that. I thought the first one just like blew up because then Crane immediately made a face of like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, like he was like, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. And then it cuts to Scooby and Shaggy doing it after a bunch more explode. And I thought, are they exploding them early now? What's happening? I didn't realize that the two events were related, to be honest. I thought that the two were really, I thought they were related because once again, yeah, I was like, why else would they be blowing up? I was like, they they're showing. Yeah. Uh, um, um, but yeah, they shoot the rest of them down and then Elvira and the townsfolk are like, thanks. And and then the sheriff's like, mm, the parade's still over. This is a crime scene now. Yep. Um, Crane complains that he was found out. It was like he was hiding. Uh, and and Velma- he's like baffled by what went wrong. He's like, yeah, nothing was supposed to go wrong. Yeah. Velma um, reveals like all the different ways that they tracked him, including mm-hmm. the fact that he apparently sent some fan mail to El- Elvira. Yeah. Um. Velma also says they tracked gas leaks from the drones. Mm-hmm. And Crane is like, well, I only steal tow Omnitech gear, which doesn't leak. Yeah. And then he's like, I might be in chains as he's being like grabbed by the feds and put into mm-hmm. a van. I might be in chains, but we're both caught in the same trap. Yeah. Uh, Velma is very confused by this. Cause... Also, every time someone says the word trap at this point in the movie, Fred's oh, yeah. like, no, it's an it's an app. Yeah. points to the app on his phone that he used to stop the drones. Yeah. Um, I do like there's a moment um, where Velma kind of gives him a backhanded compli- compliment, calling him the 53rd most infamous supervillain in the world. And he has this little reaction about he- uh, uh, from hearing that, and I could not tell if that was like, what? Huh? Or a... How dare you imply that I'm not the top 10 or something like that? Yeah, it's very much a... What? Only the 53rd? Because yeah. like later, he brings it up and he's like, well, even oh, as the right. 53rd most. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, it's so funny because it's like, how many supervillains are in the world? Well, it's Batman got- and the rest of the Justice League exist in the Scooby-Doo universe. Yeah, it's just, know. it's such a funny concept to think about. Like, there's gotta be a ranking system somehow. And I'm like, who decides this? Um, probably just like because infamous kind of lends it to be a um, not a statistic wise, 
uh, like I think subjective. It might be Cat Granite Catco. Seems like something that Catco would do. <laughs> um, assuming that the character is anything like the character from like the first couple seasons of Supergirl from the CW show. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Okay. So continuing on after the mystery machine is in need of repairs. It's yes. beat up. He's the spread is very sad by this. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Scooby and Shaggy are like, "Wait a second, my heart's not beating super fast. What's happening?" Uh, and they're about to go look up like symptoms on their phone, um, mm-hmm. but apparently they're just not scared at the moment. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Okay, uh, we're going to use this opportunity to go trick or treating." Yep, and Daphne would go, but she doesn't have the perfect costume yet. Yeah, um, and Fred. Uh, Fred reminisces that last year they were too busy chasing the ghosts of the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. Who Brothers Real? No, this is like legitimately the Three Stooges because yeah. then yeah. he starts doing curly bits. Yeah, that's makes true. a bunch of curly but, noises. But my first thought was the Boo Brothers. Could have been the Boo Brothers, but they weren't there for that. Only Shaggy and Scooby were there. Yeah, but Scrappy maybe, was also there. Maybe but they showed up again. Here. Maybe they showed up again. Maybe they came back. Yeah. It's just a movie we haven't seen yet. God. If it's Uh, from this era, I don't think I'd want to see it. (laughs) No, God, no. Um, So Scooby and Shaggy throw together, like, some of their costumes, going through a whole process of just slapping Halloween candy on top of themselves. Yeah, what they do is they just chug a bunch of Halloween candy, uh, chew it all up into, like, a weird mush. Yeah. Cover it all over themselves and then pour fresh candy on top so it sticks. So they look like candy monsters. Yeah. Um, So they go off to go join the festivities. Which apparently Mm -hmm. didn't stop. Even though there was a crime scene. I don't know. No, trick-or-treating can still happen. The parade's over. It looked like there was like a whole... Like, because there's a music moment. A music montage of... of Trick-or-treating. Uh, was it just trick-or-treating? I thought there was, like, sequences of... I think it was pretty much just trick-or-treating. I didn't write down anything else. I know Shaggy gets a box of Scooby Snacks from one of the houses. Yeah, he does, which I found very funny. But then again, thinking about it, I was like, okay, if a, if a dog comes up to trick-or-treat, yeah. I'll give him but a also, box it wasn't in Scooby's bag, it was in Shaggy's. Yeah. That's... that's Yeah. Anyway. Um... So they're they're bragging about their spoils and they're heading towards a pumpkin patch. And where they hear some whirring. Yes, they find one of the drones is just lying on the ground glitching, um, mm-hmm. which is very funny to me because you would think that the FBI would have like scoured the entire area searching for all of these drones. Um, mm-hmm. But Shaggy picks it up and rubs it and sees that there are some words uh, engraved into the drone called "taught." Ali frame or totally frame totally frame uh it's spelled with an i not a y for the yes. folks at home so t-o-t-a-l-l-i frame mm-hmm. uh and um, i also see a leaking toxic waste trust yeah. waste truck and so the fear toxin from the drone it mixes with the waste and then it goes to the pumpkin patch yep and we get some really good atmospheric music here like genuine horror movie kind of stuff mm-hmm. as they see the pumpkins turn into monsters yeah and then they get chased for a bit uh um, including by like a huge one yes there's just like a really big one that's got like bulldog feet yeah it's honestly very cute mm-hmm. 
uh, in town, Sheriff warns Fred, Velma, and Daphne, hey, don't mess with law enforcement. And that whatever happens, I, sorry, I told you not to mess with law enforcement, referring to the past two movies that had come out by the time. Because mm-hmm. this is supposed to be the same guy, even though he looks pretty different from what I remember. Yeah, I, I didn't actually catch on that this was the same sheriff. Like, I got it, I got it by the end of the movie because they do reference a couple things, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Um, um, and he mentions... Um, whatever happens next, you brought it on yourselves. Well, he mentions the trash monster of Scantron. Scantron. Yes. Scranton. Which apparently uh, was the first... A uh, mystery that the gang had solved or something like that? I don't know. Uh, well, that was like the first one where he was there. So I guess maybe the first time when he was sheriff. I don't maybe. know. Yeah, it's it's kind of... Or actually, no, it can't be for the first time he, yeah. was in, he was sheriff. Yeah. But we'll figure that. We'll, we'll find out that later. Um, <laughs> and there might be a good reason why he doesn't look the same. But, uh, yeah, he warns them... That whatever happens next, they brought onto themselves. And to leave it to the pros. Yeah. Um, they were like, oh, but but we did the right thing, didn't we? And Velma's like, yeah, of course we did the right thing. Uh, and then the little cowgirl thanks them for saving the town and gives them some candy. Her name's it's Michelle. adorable. Yes. They're, they're very charmed by this. Uh, and she's being chaperoned by, I'm going to assume her father, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elvira shows up, calls Fred, Velma, and Daphne nerds. And they all turn around to look. And, and she's like, oh, gosh, you all turned around. Um, it's, it's very funny. I love that. That happened. Uh, yeah, and they get interviewed by the town. And- <laughs> Including by a reporter uh, from Newsy McNews Face News. Mm-hmm. Who it's wonders. Yeah. Who wonders where the rest of the gang is? Because apparently there's supposed to be five people here. Mm-hmm. Um, and here they come. And, and here they come, running in, being chased. Apparently, they're they, freaking out about the jackal lanterns. Where they yeah. they name them? They're like they're like jackals, but they're like jackal lanterns. They're jackal lanterns. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, naturally, nobody's going to believe them. Velma like flips out them all. Flips yeah. out on them a little bit. Like yeah. this is like live action Scooby Doo levels of like. Y'all are being unhelpful and making a mess. Yeah, she even, like, actually calls them out for locking themselves into the mystery machine earlier instead of helping. Yeah. Like, she actually says those words. Um, And Daphne's like, listen, I'm gonna take you to go get cleaned up. You two can continue the interview. I wonder if this kind of reaction is, if this is the first time they've really been interviewed... Like, by a news station. Because their reaction to getting interviewed was very, ooh, are we really? Kind of. Um, yeah, and I then, mean, like, because this is still in, I mean, but it can't be too still in town because they've met <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, and also there's the fact that, you know, there's one of their movies was a sequel to uh, Zombie Island. Thing. Yeah, which is in Louisiana. <sighs> anyway, I I hate that they did that. I hate it. I keep it's thinking about it. It's so bad. Um, but anyway, Shaggy has an owl stuck to him. Yeah, stuck to his uh, butt. Yep. So Daphne takes Shaggy and Scooby away to kind of calm them down and clean them up. The uh, clean them up because they still have their candy stuck to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting. She sings a song as she's you know like setting up, and she she heats the water with a jack o' lantern. 
Yeah, like, she's like very. Res- That's the thing is like Daphne is like weirdly resourceful lately, or not weirdly. She's just like that's part of her new thing is that she's really resourceful. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to her manic personality. <laughs> yeah. Um, this really um, makes me understand. In hindsight, the supernatural episode with Scooby-Doo in it, where Daphne uh, starts to freak out and grabs two shotguns, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, Shaggy and Scooby are trying to like really convince Daphne, uh, but she she gives them a question of, okay, if the pumpkins were right behind Scooby and Shaggy, then where are they now? And they don't know. So they're like, okay, we gotta prepare ourselves by, you know, destroying all the pumpkins. So they start yeah. whacking at the jack-o'-lantern. They start to do that while she goes to begin her plan to get the perfect Halloween costume. Yep, yep. Um, Fred and Velma are finishing up the interview. and that's Velma the... says it all started when they found a pup named Scooby-Doo. Yep, that's the name drop. Uh, Fred is still sad that the mystery machine um, is needs to be worked on, and he, he mentions that the bill won't be pretty. Then they get uh, a phone call. Yep. Who's that on the phone? It's Bill Nye. He saw them on the news. Yep. Fred says that Bill is pretty. Uh-huh. And Bill airdrops and... them a brand new mystery machine, the Mystery Machine X. Yep. Fred's See? not into it. Nope. It's got that white modern electric, uh, it's electric van, which was interesting. Um, yep. It's like, it's not the mystery machine. It's white and like light blue, you know, yeah. like light blue lighting. Yeah. Um, uh, it's Vrilma, got a holog- I learned, okay, I didn't yes. notice this for a little bit. It does have a bow tie. It does. It's so cute. It's like very Bill Nye. And I'm like, ah. Um, Velma is very excited about this. And of course, Fred is not because Fred's in love with the mystery machine. Mm-hmm. Um, it has hologram technology. So Bill Nye can talk to them. And an AI or uh, auto version i don't know what the terminology was anymore yeah the buttons are bill me now to contact bill nye directly and bill me later for an automated ai bill i do i I very much enjoyed that uh continuing that that bill joke um he takes them for a ride drives them around town uh fred and velma hear a scream and they learn that the the main lady from the interview uh who i believe is uncredited but i believe is voiced by uh great Lyle griffin mm. uh she gets taken by pumpkins yep. they see her get eaten yep and then uh, another small pumpkin comes out that looks like her that's kind of like the only time that happens we'll see like another one with the face but i don't remember who that guy's supposed to be all i know is he looks a little bit like waluigi <laughs> <laughs> uh daphne meanwhile is talking to elvira about a possible mentorship mm-hmm. and if elvira agrees mostly so she can get Daphne to pack her van. Her, yes. Her purse. Remember, this is an education, not a job. Mm-hmm. And then immediately starts having her uh, pack her things. Uh, one of the questions she asks is, have you done circus work before? Like, or done official circus work before? Or, or, no, the question was, have you done circus work before? You know, like being fired out of a cannon and stuff like that. And, and Daphne's says, answer is, not officially no, for not a officially. circus, no. <laughs> I'm like, what? Daphne? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's referencing a movie that I don't remember. I mean, they have done stuff like kind that before of. in other movies. Like there, in like, There was like one with top. the circus, the circus yeah. movie, yeah. But, but also, <laughs> I think it's just, you know, 
Daphne's so Daphne's wild these days. Yeah, Daphne's very funny. Um, uh, Scooby and Shaggy are still having some trouble with pumpkins mm-hmm. coming to life and grabbing the pumpkin them. that they were beaten up comes to life and bites them. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry, I was mistaken. This is yeah. where Fred and Velma come and see the big pumpkin, mm-hmm. and then that happens. Uh, and Velma starts running away, or they both start running away, and Velma says, hey, this is the dumbest monster ever. Yeah. This monster is so dumb. She is not impressed. Uh, in town, Daphne is just beating the ever-loving hell out of these pumpkins with Elvira's luggage. Yeah. That's that's the other thing Daphne's big into doing uh, in modern <laughs> Scooby-Doo, is just being absolutely just Daphne beating smash. everything up. Yes. They uh, smash she- good. She yes, she mentions that pumpkin smash very well, uh, like multiple times in this movie. It's hilarious. Um, Elvira so th- uh, wedges one of her heels into one of the jack o' lanterns, and then they get in the hearse and start to drive away. The flute mm-hmm. is still attached. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred and Velma go to get into the uh, mystery ma- mystery machine X, uh, but they see Scooby and Shaggy who are. On the other side of a crevice that's suddenly starting to appear. Oh, yeah, and also all the lights go out in town. Yeah. It was like, um... So this was the point where I thought to myself, as there was a giant crevice with purple light glowing from inside of it... Yeah, it seems like it's cracking myself, open on the ground. Okay, maybe this is actually a fear toxin thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I started thinking... Oh, okay, this this would make sense if it was just a mass hallucination because they used the scarecrow as a concept here, right? Uh huh. So that must might mean why they used him, right? I did consider it for a moment as well. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's keep moving on. Um, Shaggy um, yeah, they... and Scooby are scared of the crevice and aren't are like, oh no, we can't get to the mystery machine. Yeah, because it's like growing larger. Yeah. Uh, and there's more of them like forming all over town. And so, Fred, yes. seeing uh, Mike from earlier, who was just kind of like casually making conversation earlier, um, he's Saying, loading- like, I-, I-, I owe you one. I'll, uh, I'll get you a yeah. caramel corn or something. Yeah, he's loading Michelle into his car- and Fred sees him on the other side where Shaggy and Scooby are, th- that same side of the crevice, and is like, Yo, Mike, can you give us a hand? And I'm thinking to myself, Really, Fred? That's kind of like outside of the scope of things that he was thinking he would give them a hand with. Yeah, but also he drives a station wagon. He's got room. That's Yeah, that's true. This it's is like an emergency situation. And these people help side of the town. Like So... I think my initial reaction to Fred asking this was that I was thinking he would, like, jump the crevice. I don't know why I was thinking that, but I th- I was thinking that he would uh, have them go into the car and then drive drive and, ra- you know. Hit that ramp. Hit that ramp. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, it makes more sense thinking of it in terms of they're just hitching a ride. Yeah. Um, but, so, so, the three yeah. separate vehicles at this point, the Mystery Machine X, uh, Mike's uh, station wagon, and Elvira's hearse all make it out of town. And the hearse still... is pulling um, the float still. Yeah. Uh, and they're being chased by the army of pumpkins. Um, and they seem to get away a bit as, the ta- as we just see the town collapse in the distance. 
yeah, it's like, dang. Um, of note is that the gang is like shouting at each other because, you know, they're on a highway. They're yeah, they're like all cars. rolling up next to each other and rolling down the windows and just shouting. Yeah. Um, don't worry. That kind of uh, them shouting goes away real quick. That's not actually brought up again where they need to shout to hear each other. Um, yeah. They just ca- casually make conversation later. But so they are all, you know, driving away very fast. And they're um, like, hey, Bill, chased. why did the town collapse? And he's like, I don't know. It shouldn't have. There's no fault lines. And the someone's tried doing lithium mining there, but they closed it down quickly due to environmental concerns. And the local Crystal Caves, you know, why it's called Crystal Cove, they don't extend this far inland. Because mm-hmm. that's more of a seaside cavern thing. Uh, and so the group was able to pull over at a rest stop to figure everything out when the armada of pumpkins riding goofed up vehicles. I thought for a second they were all going to be wacky races vehicles because there's <laughs> the big one that looks like a mansion. Yeah. Is this the point, like in that conversation where Velma was talking to Bill, is this the point where she asks him or she she's thinking, oh, we're all under fear toxin, right? And and Bill responds, no, I've dusted the air quality. You're good. Yeah. Um, it's not fear toxin. I'm like, really? So you're telling me that entire town just like lost their homes? Just another it... day in Crystal Cove. Okay, then. <laughs> Um, just randomly, just earthquake, I guess. So straight up, in uh, in Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated, mm-hmm. there was an episode where the monsters of the week were two giant kaiju. They just absolutely just kept demolishing buildings in town. Um, ah, oh dear. Uh, and so the town's whole gimmick is because they're the most hauntedest place on earth. Is uh-huh. that whenever there's a monster thing or a mystery that's happening. The mayor and the sheriff, um, mayor being Fred's adoptive father, mm-hmm. are like, um, no, you're not going to solve this mystery. We're going to use these monsters to drive tourism. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. That's funny. Um, so they're not um. able to uh, stop and actually like t- get rest mm-hmm. because they're still being chased. Um, at one point... Uh, Daphne has to, uh... Yeah, she's gonna take a cutting torch to the parade float to set it free. Yeah, and then, uh, she loses the cutting torch because... Well, hold on. First Fred she is... sets it on fire because Fred's distracting her. Yeah. And then Fred keeps distracting her, and she's like, shut up! Yeah. Um... And, and then, then Elvira has to do a big swerve to dodge a squirrel, and she drops the torch, and it... Yes. Falls underneath and... the float and blows up, causing it to lose its wheels. <laughs> which, which slows uh... down the hearse, making it do a wheelie. Yeah, um, so Daphne uh, gets a uh, fire, fire extinguisher. extinguisher from Elvira, and she then, you know, puts fire extinguishing foam, I guess. She um, cools the heated metal, making it brittle yes. enough to break with her foot. With her heel. Yeah. Like, she's wearing heels, to put it in perspective. Um, and then it breaks, and the float, you know, starts floating back behind them. And, and the then Bill and I good. shoot lasers out of the Mystery Machine X. Yep. Causing the float to spin has. out and destroy most of their pursuers. But they're yep. still being chased. Yep. This this movie could have really done a wacky races, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby confirmed that these pumpkins are real pumpkins. Yep. 
They taste like pumpkin. Ah, this is where Bill Nye confirms there's no fear toxin. Ah, that's right. Uh, Velma has issues accessing her mind palace. And for some reason, the way that uh, Velma in this movie pronounces just mind palace is very funny to me. It makes me, like, suspicious. Is like, okay, somebody watched Sherlock, right? Somebody did? In this in this whole like maybe I don't know it it felt very very Sherlock to me. Yeah, I kind of you know if they were gonna do that, I kind of wish they would have gone like the whole way and just done like the the uh, yeah from I would have like, found one scene it where funny. Just things just keep showing up. Yeah, I kind of do like what they did end up doing with it because it was very cute. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, there there wasn't really a need to do it. What they do um, instead is a Kingdom Hearts dive to the heart. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, is there anything else that happens in this car chase? Not really. Um, we just eventually they get here. Yeah. Um, Shaggy and Scooby think Velma is scared. Velma's like, no, I'm not scared. And they all lay out the facts and it doesn't help. And Bill's like, well, Occam's razor suggests the thing that's the least confusing is probably true. So maybe they're just real monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaggy mentions a trap at some point. I do not remember what he says that has to do with a trap, but this causes Velma to remember what Crane said earlier about uh, them yeah. being in a trap. Um, uh, she she does say when Shaggy reminds us, like, Shaggy, Shaggy I could kiss, I could you. kiss you. And Shaggy's like, oh, we're moving uh, a little fast, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, they go to catch up with the van that has Scarecrow in it. Yep. <laughs> Which is really funny because they, they talk to the sheriff who is like, ah, oh, you shouldn't be here. Um, and they mention the jack-o'-lanterns, and the sheriff's like, what? The what? And then they show up in his rearview mirror, and he's like, oh, well, all right. Kids, you need to get out here and stay safe. As much as I have my heart on y'all, you're like the only family I've got. And Fred's like, we've, we've talked only like talked eight like eight times. to ten times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but eventually he's like, he's freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. He's trying to call for help, quote unquote. And he loses like, it's like he... He takes his foot off the gas pedal, and so the car, his his car starts drifting back, and soon eventually becomes you know consumed by. I thought the pumpkins like sent out because later the big pumpkin does send out like a big vine to catch somebody. And I thought it was the big vine grabbed onto his car and pulled it back. Mm. I I kind of got the impression that he was just panicking. I but okay. maybe I missed something. So the thing he says is like, "Oh no, the horror!" But he says it very deadpan. He's like, oh yeah. no, the horror. That's true. I might have missed it because I was like uh, pausing and starting the, uh, yeah, the it's, movie quite it's frequently. It's irrelevant one of these two things happens. Yeah. One of the, in any case, he ends up being consumed by the crowd of pumpkins. Uh-huh. Some pumpkins also take over some more construction equipment and add that to the horde. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill has to go uh, deal with some trick-or-treaters and so for like the next three scenes we're just going to hear Bill Nye in the background being a real uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson about Aquaman yeah like, it, like it you, had, a... you had the fun scientist why are you making him be a jerk about it yeah he is like still a little funny about it though because he's like talking about like he's very not, lighthearted about it like not even just like oh not even just the aquatic pressure but you gotta think about the social pressure too dolphins can yeah. be real jerks yeah, it was very funny as, like, a joke. It was also just, like, um, it didn't quite fit, but it was fine. It, yeah. it, it was it, it was funny enough to, like, be like, okay, I'll let it pass. Yeah. Um, but so he's away, so Velma activates the manual override and does bad uh, and accidentally <laughs> ejects herself. But the chair also has rockets in it, so she's fine. 
Yeah. The prime pumpkin, uh, we learned, the bi- which is the, what I kept calling the big one. I was like, I'm gonna ref- I need to call it the something. I'm going to call it the prime pumpkin. Nice. Um, is riding on the old mystery machine, and Fred gets cheesed about it. Shaggy and Scooby eat some Scooby snacks to power up like Popeye, and they jump out of the car and ride pumpkins like two sea turtles lashed together with their own hair or whatever. Um, this allows Shaggy and Scooby and also Velma to knock on the security truck and be let in. Which is like a very funny scene of just like, there's someone knocking on the outside of this moving vehicle. They open the door and these two people are just like floating there. Yeah. Uh, so they go in to try to question Dr. Crane because they're like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but Dr. Crane is like, mm, nope, I don't have any uh, information on the jack-o'-lanterns. But yeah. and I can help, like, you f- help you defeat them. Velma's like, conversation about this is like, you weren't there to attack the parade. Your motive doesn't line up. Yeah. And then they argue about fear. They have an argument just about the concept of fear. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy and Scooby are like, well, who would want to trap both Crane and us? There must be someone who wanted both of us. And Crane, as you said, didn't know anything about the jack-o'-lanterns. Meanwhile, while this conversation is happening, Daphne yeah. convinces Elvira to switch outfits with her. Yeah. Uh, Fred uses the Mystery Machine X's big robot hands, because it can grow big robot hands, to grab Mike and Michelle out of their car and bring them to safety. Uh, and then the X shoots lasers at all the pumpkins. And then, but before it can do that, the lasers die down because they're out of power because it's an electric vehicle. Uh, the construction vehicles from earlier, the ones that they took over, one of them's like, what if this was a backhoe, but it had a saw at the end? Mm-hmm. And they use that to cut the security van in half. So Shaggy and Scooby jump out of that onto the hearse and they call Velma over, but she doesn't want to just leave Dr. Crane behind. So Dr. Crane is like real chill, by the way. He's kind of like, listen, I'm a super villain. I'm not going to die from this. Yeah, he's just like, I guess this is happening right now. I'm sure it'll be fine. And he's right, because Velma um, doesn't want to leave him behind so, to like the mercy of the the thing that Velma does the first thing she does is she quotes the scorpion in the frog fable that she does she does do that and Velma you do remember how that fable goes right <laughs> yeah but the scorpion kills both of them okay but here's the thing I feel like Velma would be the kind of person who has read the deconstructions on that fable before because yeah. I've read multiple deconstructions on it, and it's real, like, interesting to look into how people respond to that fable, because it's a shitty fable. So it's like, I feel like Velma would be the kind of person to think in terms of, but what if I do trust him for now? Because we're trying to reach the same Even goal. if it's, you know, against Even his nature if it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, she smashes a bunch of pumpkins and lets them out, and then she uses a grapp- wrist-mounted grappling hook that I guess she just gets from uh, the Scarecrow's just stuff, because later I he thought- has one also. Oh yeah, he does have one also. It's like, I was just kind of assuming it was part of the, um, the escape chair. Honestly, it was either that, either she gets it from Scarecrow's stuff, or Scarecrow gets it from her, and I don't know which is funnier. I think it would be funnier if he got it from her. Yeah. Uh, but either way, um... She uses that to try to get Mike, Michelle, and Fred out of the X, but then they get grabbed by a vine, but then Scarecrow shows up with a collapsible scythe that he uses to cut the vine, and he starts fighting the monster as everyone gets to safety. It's 
cool as hell. It's very cool. He's like doing it's grappling hook stunts and just awesome. using the scythe. It's good. I was just like, that was like one of those moments where I'm like, heck yeah, you go, you go, Scarecrow. Because um, it's like one of those things about villains joining the heroes for whatever god god awful reason there is. It's just rad. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what 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 was the case this time. Um, so he he is a he appears to defeat the big pumpkin and it not and it gets knocked back. Um, and uh, he also, goes, sorry, yes. real quick, I just remembered something uh, that I meant to bring up that I didn't. Um, for some reason, something about Scarecrow's design did remind me of a character from Billy and Mandy. Oh. Um, the character of Nurgle. Oh, yeah, I could see it. I think it's like the way his like hood curls back. Yeah. And the teeth that are drawn on it. Anyways, yeah, he fights it for a bit. Um, um so he appears to defeat it and, uh, goes to kind of like drive in the, uh, Mystery Machine X. Oh, before that, he does say that he tells Elvira he's a big fan. Oh yeah, he does. He that that was true. I tweeted um, about that. I tweeted the screenshot. Yeah. Um. But we then see, uh, we he see gets... the old mystery machine crash and completely destroyed. Also. Yeah. Fred is not happy about it. Um, um. The prime pumpkin sends out a vine that snatches Crane out of the mystery machine X, which previously established was out of juice. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he gets got. Um, and Elvira is running out of gas as well, so they get out and run into the woods. Velma starts blaming herself about everything being her fault because she was too full of herself and thinking she couldn't make mistakes. And that seems out of nowhere. Um, just like Velma saying the Prime Pumpkin seems to disrupt electronics that get near it. Something that I also don't think we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that was established at all. Their like, example that that they sh- the example they show later was like, I didn't assume that was what was happening. I assumed that the, the pumpkins went and just shut off, like, the power station of the town. Yeah, like... The, I thought it the, was some the, zombie stuff. The great pumpkin was uh, knocking into everything and destroying things. And I was like, oh, it must have knocked into power lines or something. Yeah. But instead they're like, no, if it gets near electronics, the electronics short out. It's like, what? I have a very, very strong uh, opinion on this. And you know why? Mystery Machine X. It's electric. Boogie, oogie, oogie. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what they were trying to be like, oh, it's out of juice now because they got too close. But we didn't get that explanation ever. No, there's no, like, indication. Because it's like, yeah, it's out of juice. They've been driving for a while. The battery has run out. The the car, the, the hearse has run out of gas. That's not electric. And also, so the reason that they say this is that later during the the reveal, they can say something about it. But the solution to that, you don't need it to be releasing like a fake EMP or whatever. You just need it to be made out of, be large and made out of metal. It could be a Faraday cage for all we care. Yeah. Like the thing that it does, it does that so, okay, spoilers. I'm going to spoil this real quick. Yeah. You don't come here to hear about this movie firsthand. Spoilers are the big pumpkin's a big robot. And when it eats somebody, it puts them in a storage container on the inside. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, it puts out the EMP, and that's how the people inside can't contact anybody on the outside using their phones that we have in 2020. You could just, it could just be a Faraday. Like, if you get into a storage container, there's a 50 50, 75 25 chance that you're not going to have signal in there. That's just yeah. how it works. There are Walmarts that you can go into and just not have any signal because of the way Walmart is built. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. So um, like that that you don't need that. Ex- you could have you could have made this a little bit more less of an issue if you just didn't say anything. <laughs> here's the thing, and here here's like sometimes you don't have to explain something. Yeah, like they didn't need to explain it because. I didn't think to myself, why didn't they just call for help? I don't care. I'm disappointed the fact that it was a giant drone. I thought the big robot part was cool, but the rest of like the, the everything being I mean, everything being drones also just makes sense. I guess. I, it's just It does. It's weird. I think I think it was just the fact that I was very disappointed that they had the scarecrow. Uh-huh. But they got and the scarecrow were... to be a good guy for a little bit and well, let him well, do cool Peter Pan stunts. Yeah, but but it would have been really cool if it'd been like actually using the scarecrow as like a concept of the fear toxin has has seeped uh you know i don't i don't know how i would mm-hmm. go about it but my assumption that this was all a mass hallucination i guess in certain cases would also be a disappointment to people mm, yeah it'd be like a swamp cast scenario but, you know but but You've got this scarecrow. His entire gimmick is creating people's fears. You hey, could have gone really what, huh? Hey bees, guess what? What? They didn't resolve any of it. They didn't they, resolve. They didn't resolve the scarecrow at the end of the movie. The scarecrow, uh, he's just gone. Does the thing he? and is gone. Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't even notice that. <laughs> we'll explain that in a bit. Uh, anyways. Oh wait! Oh, I did notice that. Anyways, uh, yeah. after they say that, Fred's like, all right, I'm going to set some traps. And then he rips off his shirt, covers himself in mud, and we get a Predator montage of him setting traps, like in the movie yeah. Predator. Yep. Uh, everybody's uh, just watching him as he does it, too. Daphne's yeah. even got popcorn. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Velma is um, going to concentrate to go into her mind palace. Uh-huh. But it doesn't and work. Shaggy and Scooby are like, hey, let's help. And they force feed Velma a Scooby snack. Yeah. And, and Velma's like, oh, this is actually good. And then, like, their explanation for it is like, oh, yeah, because we've shared a a Scooby snack with each other, part of us is always going to be with you. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, okay. I (laughs) wish that's how it worked, but okay. And then then she enters her mind palace, which is just a mystery machine, but in space. I love that. Uh, And then Shaggy and Scooby show up. (laughs) Yeah. Shaggy and Scooby are just there in, 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 in the mystery machine. And she's like, wait, it worked? Why are you here? Um, Ugh. they kind of examine a couple things that have been, uh, done in, like, in the rest of the movie. Yeah, um, they, uh, they drive through stuff. her memories. Yeah. Um, Which is fun. It was, it was, fun it was a, it was a it. nice, like, way to introduce, like, reintroduce the concepts that were kind of trickled in earlier, as opposed to Velma just knowing and then explaining it later. Yeah, plus, like, it actually does give me an idea for, like, a really fun, like, imagine, like, a procedure, or even, like, a Scooby-Doo movie, where at the end, when Velma is doing the reveal, she's, like, created a 3D hologram of the crime scene and is walking everybody through it. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. Mm-hmm. Or you could do that with, like, a sci-fi, you know, serial, crime serial. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, they, um... They look at clues, and Velma remembers that Scarecrow's tech was stolen from Toe Omnitech, and Shaggy and Scooby take her to the patch where they found the Totali frame. Yes. Uh, Fred wakes them up before they can do more uh, dream searching, because the pumpkins have arrived. 
Um, and Velma's like, yeah, they're not real pumpkins, but let's just smash the hell out of them anyways. And then the pumpkins all crash their cars that they're driving into trees. And we watch the traps get rid of a bunch of the pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And then everybody beats the hell out of pumpkins to a groovy tune. And then the prime pumpkin arrives. Velma yells for them to stop. And then she admits she's afraid, but only a failure, not the pumpkin. And then she jumps into the big pumpkin's mouth. Mm-hmm. And then from inside the pumpkin, Fred, she tells Fred to open up the app he used to hack the drones before. And he presses it and all of the pumpkins die. Yep. Uh, the pumpkin, the big pumpkin, the prime pumpkin, opens up to reveal the robot with like, like a, a storage container inside. Velma reveals that she figured it out. The drone the Shaggy and Sco- Scooby found said T.O.T. Aluminum Lithium Frame, which is what it's mm-hmm. made out of. Yeah, because it's the, um, oh my gosh, the scientific shortcut for the, the periodic aluminum symbols. periodic table. There we go. I just completely blanked on it. It's been a while Scientific since... Scientific shortcut. I, you pretty much yeah, got it. Yeah, it's been a while since chemistry. Um, but it was it was the, the periodic table symbols for aluminum and lithium. Mm-hmm. And all the pumpkins uh, just have small drones inside. Yeah. Uh, which is not how drones work. No. <laughs> they do need open airflow. You at least need to, like, cut off the top and bottom of a pumpkin. Yeah, there's also the work. fact that, like... The pumpkins got smashed a lot. There were no, like, indicators of drones in them at all? I mean, if they're small enough and the pumpkins are goopy enough, maybe. Maybe. Um, anyway, she opens the container of the pumpkin to release everybody who got eaten. And they talked about the EMP thing again and how it cut the power in town and stopped people from contacting the outside world, and they just didn't need to say it. Um, Daphne's like, oh, so Scarecrow did do it. Which I guess is a thought you could have, but isn't mm-hmm. correct, because he, again, would have used his fear toxin. Mm-hmm. Um, Velma points out the lithium mining that Bill mentioned earlier, about how that would have destroyed the town. Well, clearly, someone was doing the mining anyways, and engineered this entire mess to cover up the everything, uh, causing the town to collapse. Mm-hmm. And Velma goes to open the cockpit to reveal the mastermind, someone who knows how to push their buttons. But the cockpit is empty. And the Prime Pumpkin's eyes flicker back to life and project a bald man who's going to take over the reveal from here. Uh, they don't know who he is, and then he puts on his hat, and they're like, oh, it's, it's you. The sheriff. the sheriff. It's not even like a proper reveal. We're not going to see that. We did our proper yeah. reveal at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But Sheriff who? They never bothered to ask. He kept warning them that they were in over their heads and not ready for the consequences. The they last... always ask who the sheriff is, not how the sheriff is. They always say yeehaw, but never ask how ye. <laughs> uh, so yeah, apparently this guy is actually um, a man named Coulter Toe. Yeah, uh, the last few years it's all been him pulling the strings behind everything. He's been doing this all because he's not the sheriff. He's Cutler Toe, former head of Toe Omnitech. Mm-hmm. He was Producer. also... Oh, go ahead. Uh, he was also behind the mystery of the trash monster of Scantron. Scranton. Scranton. Sorry. I, I keep reading Scantron. You keep, you keep reading Scantron. I get it. Yeah. We grew up in the United States uh, education system. Yeah. Um. Also, like, when he's saying, like, oh, yeah, I was behind it all. I was. Oh, no, this happens in a little bit, actually. Never mind. Um. Oh, they're like, oh, you don't look anything like that guy did. That guy had a beard, and then he puts on a fake beard, and he looks just yeah. like the guy. Yep. 
Uh, he wanted revenge, so he moved to Crystal Cove to impersonate the sheriff. And we see clips from the 13th ghost and return to Zombie Island of him wearing down their confidence and chastising them. Mm-hmm. And apparently the toxic waste he had wasn't even real toxic waste. He couldn't afford real toxic waste after what they did to him. He had to buy a million dollars worth of glow sticks and break them open into a tanker truck. Yep. Uh, but he tells them to go ahead and celebrate. I'm somewhere else getting away with it all. We see we can see that he's driving a car in that in that part. Uh, um, and yep. Velma reveals something else. Yeah, Bill Nye has tracked his hologram, uh, his hologram's location, and the feds uh, are going to start chasing after him. Yep. Um, he's just like on a nearby highway. He says like, oh, I could be halfway to, um, I don't know. A, a tropical island of some kind. I don't remember which yeah. one he said. It started with a G. Um, but no, he's just like on the nearby highway <laughs> that they were just on. Yeah. Um, and we see uh, as he's driving by, he's driving by a uh, uh, like a, a cornfield with a scarecrow mm-hmm. in it. Yep. Uh, and before he ends his transmission to the gang, you see a silhouette creeping over his face. With big outstretched arms, gonna get him. Yep. Is the scarecrow. Yep. Um. So when the feds get there, they just find the car with no one in it, and they're like, "Well, you can't have gotten far." Um. Everybody has to walk back because all the cars are wrecked, and they get to the rest yeah. stop they were gonna stop at before, which does have which is like a big dinosaur that looks like Dino. Yeah. Um. Or just like a brontosaurus, rather. Um. Uh, Mike is gonna get into a taxi and says goodbye to the gang. Uh. You know. Kind of like saying, uh, hope it never happens again kind of thing. Yep. Um, um, and then the rest of the gang gets invited to a Halloween party that's happening nearby. Uh, and Daphne's like, I can't go. I don't have the perfect costume yet. She says dressed entirely as Elvira except for the hair. Yep. So she asks Elvira for her wig, um, which is apparently not a wig. It's a monkey. It's a monkey. It's a monkey. Um, also, Fred reveals that Daphne um, has not only just been trying to get out. Al- so Fred accuses Daphne of trying to get Elvira's costume to have the perfect Halloween costume. And Daphne's like, yep. what? No, that's definitely. I mean, that's kind of what I was doing, you know. Yeah. And Fred's like, Daphne, were you actually trying to do the thing where you take over someone's identity and become them? <laughs> Something yeah. she's apparently done before. <laughs> apparently she's done that before. Which, what? Daphne? They were like, we solved three mysteries with this person before we even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the the celebrity they name dropped there is a celebrity that showed up on like the new Scooby-Doo movies or whatever. Ah. The television show, the new Scooby-Doo movies, not gotcha. the movie. Um, um, but Avira gives gives Daphne the macaw and lets, know, lets Daphne know how to take care of it. You just shove a piece of fruit in there every hour or so. Yeah. Um, and then she walks off onto a stage with curtains. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, bald without the, the the wig on. Yeah. No, because there's um, going to be a reveal that she does. And she's doing like a sign off like from her show I, that I assume, because I haven't watched her yeah. show, but it seems like a thing yes. you would do. It would, it would be like a classic uh, Elvira kind of sign off where <laughs> she's saying goodbye to like us, the audience. And, and then she uh-huh. uh, turns her head around like 180 and there's With, a monster face on the back of her head. It's a monster face, yeah. Happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and the credits have a black and white thing going on. It's footage of Bill Nye and Velma planning on making a new mystery machine, the super mystery machine. Mm-hmm. And Fred sabotages it, the plans to be just the original mystery machine. Uh, and the gang are washing dishes to make money. Bill Nye's just also there in that scene. Mm-hmm. Shaggy and Scooby dig up old car parts, vehicle assembly. Fred, Bill showing off car seats that turn into robots, and Fred's like, no, no don't oh <laughs> uh, they do the lightning storm frankenstein sequence and fred's just like she's alive she's alive that's how the mystery machines return to normal yep uh so yep. overall decent yeah like Pretty i solid. had a good time with it it's like just a couple things here and there that we just had big issues with but like overall it was fine it's a good movie it was. i'd say i wouldn't say it was bad certainly yeah, I-, I was a little disappointed on a couple things, but it is understandable. It's like they had their, they had the red herring of the fear toxin. Mm-hmm. That's the red herring they decided to go with. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's fine. It's and it's fine. into the actual red herring that they put in the movie <laughs> that neither of us saw. Yeah. All right. I'm going to compare this to the movie we just last watched. So that way it might be easier for you. Uh-huh. Um, how does this movie compare to Lego Scooby-Doo Haunted Hollywood? uh better okay it's better all right i'm just gonna eyeball it i'd say the next one's probably scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed so here's the funny thing you said that and it confused me because haunted hollywood is actually the middle yeah okay i misunderstood is it like the middle middle i couldn't remember it's the middle middle okay because i was i was trying to tell if it was that or big top yeah um middle middle like the last movie we watched was blowout beach bash oh that's the one we met yeah. Sorry, they're what, both Lego Scooby-Doo movies, so I forgot which enough. one was which. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say I would say better. Okay. Uh, how about compared to Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed? The second live action film. Hmm. You're trying to make me say that Coolsville sucks. <laughs> Sorry, you're trying to make me say um, that I think that Coolsville sucks. Yeah. This time the monsters are real. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I actually want to say better. Really? But I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but like, it's not a strong feeling that I have. It's not way. a strong better. Okay. Oh, well, certain. Then it's certainly not better than Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. No, absolutely not. Uh, how about Shaggy's Showdown? Then that's the one where Shaggy's ancestor was a ghost. Oh yeah, that's right. That one. Okay, with cowboys. That one I like that one better. So, okay. how about now against... we have to compare it to Legend of the Phantasaur? Yeah, this is also one where a building or a town collapses underneath mining. Yeah, or that's on top true. of a mine. Okay, now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to compare my indignation with the Legend of the Phantasaur and the decision of the main villain of that movie to try to hide the the massive, culturally significant find that they did and their decision to not you know tell the greater scientific community about it and comparing it to my indignation that the movie for this movie just just didn't quite use the uh scarecrow to the best of what they could have done Mm -hmm. um would it affect your opinion at all if i still told you that i still think the crystal and legend of the phantasaur the big crystal that had the dinosaur in it was cursed Let's say Legend of the Phantasaur is better. Okay. 
All right. Well, this is technically the best of these this trilogy then. Yeah. I thought it was going to be closer to 13th Ghost, honestly. But honestly, I just didn't have a strong opinion of it against Scooby-Doo 2. When did we do 13th Ghost? Oh, in July. What? That's so funny. I don't remember 13th Ghost as, at all. Like, at all. Uh, that's the one where... <laughs> uh, Daphne takes charge, does a bunch of montage of wearing a cool leather jacket, and then Fred uh, was his cheerleader the whole time. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh's there, and they couldn't say for sure whether or not the the ghosts were real uh, because of WB's just un unwillingness to to relent on that matter. Right. So every time he tried to cast a spell, it didn't work. Flim Flam was there. He had potion mm-hmm. so long sports <sighs> fans <laughs> anyways uh, that's, yeah. that's it then we did the thing let me read the list let me drink some water first do i have water left i have like maybe half a sip of water left so that'll have to do okay from the bottom to the top here we go did you, did you change it i did oh okay i didn't see the change let me refresh there it is monster it of mexico oh also by the way you are anonymous coyote nice Position of Howling at Moon. Nice. Monster of Mexico. Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Return to Zombie Island. Scooby Goes Hollywood. Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights. Samurai Sword. Frank and Creepy. Curse of the Lake Monster. WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. Alien Invaders. Loch Ness Monster. Legend of the Vampire. Aloha Scooby-Doo. WrestleMania Mystery. Zombie Island. Music of the Vampire. Scooby-Doo 2002. Mask of the Blue Falcon. Lego Scooby-Doo Blowout Beach Bash, Pirates Ahoy, Lego Scooby-Doo Haunted Hollywood, Big Top, Curse of the 13th Ghost, Stage Fright, Scoob, Moon Monster Madness, Ghoul School, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo, Legend of the Phantasaur, Shaggy's Showdown, Abracadabra Do, Daphne and Velma, Kiss, Rock and Roll Mystery, Where's My Mummy, Chill Out Scooby-Doo, Goblin King, Witch's Ghost, and Camp Scare. Yay! I just realized I never looked up to see if there was any Scooby-Doo news, so I'm going to do that real quick. Oh yeah, I meant to bring that up and I just completely forgot. Um, and I'll do this while I uh, say the plugs. You can find the show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog. Bees. You can find me on Twitter at Lava Bees, L A V A B E E S. Find me on Twitter at Mad Lobotanist, M A D L O B O T A N I S T. And you can find my website, which has got all my podcasts and stuff that I've guessed it on, at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, neocities.org. Um, I'm not seeing any Scooby Doo news, so it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Sweet. Um, so in that case... And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. For no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween. <laughs>